just before my father died, he said that he didn't mind that he had to die, but it was the how that was disturbing him. He died of bone cancer. I've stood with others by their bedside as they passed, with many friends or family surrounding them, but my father died awake and alone in a sterile hospital room. It's been well over 25 years now, but that failure on my part to be there has been one of the great disappointments of my life. I could have been there. Some of the hardest times that we'll have in this world are not from what others have done to us, be it causing a financial breakdown or gossip that stings causing our reputation to take a hit. There's nothing quite as damaging internally as letting ourselves, others, or God down because of our failures. Walt Kelly once said, We have met the enemy, and he is us. It has been said many times on life journeys, that the greatest sin that we may carry, is sinning against the remedy for sin. There is nothing that God has not conquered, but that he has made it available to us. Today, Pastor Hardika talks about learning how to get off the pathway, of condemnation. How often, I have been disillusioned, with the commitments I have made to God, or my family, and then I wasn't able, or willing to carry them out. Every time I see one of my children struggle in life, I wonder if I shouldn't have been a better parent. Then in those times when no one is watching, I do or even just think things that I would not want to be my last conscious moments on earth. As a pastor, I've known several people who had a particular weakness that caused them to be very paranoid about failing God. I've wondered as I ministered grace to them if they realized that the disappointment that we all feel coming from God is really just our being disappointed with ourselves. I'd like to just cover some of the thoughts that are higher than our thoughts about how God truly views us when condemnation is sweeping into our minds. These days are wearing down a lot of people, of course, and there's a silver lining in it as we come face to face with some of our inner weakness and impurity. Please understand that God is allowing the cracks in America's dark corners. There are many very dark areas. He's doing it so that he can bring healing. God can't heal, you see, what men can't reveal. I have to remember to treasure who God has made all of us to be when we were born again. Just as we were created by him through no effort of our own, so are we created through no moral work of our own in the new birth. All is given by God. Why would we then think that somehow we must earn, thereby becoming deserving of something that took the death and the resurrection of Jesus to accomplish? He has created us as new creatures through being born again. God sees us according to what He has made us to be in Him. Why would He deny what He has done? We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ, the Bible says. Our lives have been purchased through His redeeming us, having paid the price of sin's just demand. God has become pleased. He is pleased with us, and this is by faith alone, not by our works of righteousness that we've done, even though there are many works of righteousness. He asks these of us not to buy our pardon and 
perfect our standing of peace? These are the proper works of someone who has accepted his place before God as a king and a priest. Doing righteous things without peace with God will bring no merit before the throne of God. It is called the throne of grace for a reason. Therefore, he judges from it according to the grace that he finds in us. It is the grace that he has given us, and he is looking into our hearts to see if we are carrying that amazing grace that has been, again, given to us, or if we are merely just appealing to him because we have thought ourselves, oh, well, good enough. God has given us a new identity, and he expects us to honor that, meditate upon it, dare to believe it, and never to doubt the love of God through the cross. Seek the things that are above, where your life is hidden away with God in Christ Jesus, the Bible says. This is your new reality. It is not based on science or feelings. Feelings don't define the truth. The truth establishes right feelings. Don't therefore seek the honor that comes from others. It's not in any way essential that another would legitimize your identity as one made worthy by the cross. Oh, it's great when people build us up, but remember, if we take the commendation of men seriously, we will also take their condemnation seriously. Paul says in Romans 8 that if we are led by the Spirit, we are not in the flesh. If we are led by the Spirit, then we are free from the law of sin and death, it says. We are free from condemnation. Now understand that we are led by our motives. That's what motives are. If our motive in life is to prove ourselves worthy, to try hard to be our best so that we and others will think well of us, then we are living by a carnal motive and not by the Spirit. We are inwardly trying to establish our own value and esteem. But a man can't heal himself. But if we will determine that our motive is from who we have already been made to be, then we will live with the further motive of true love. Those who are led by the Spirit are those who have Christ dwelling within them. He has come to us and given us a new inner life. The Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Our responses to the world around us, with all of its criticisms, hardships, accusations, threats, and anger, our responses will be according to who we are instead of defend who we are trying to make ourselves to be. Satan said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God, do this to prove it. That's what the world does, and that's what we are driven to do if we have not accepted our new identity as sons of God who have inherited all of his kingdom. We may feel that it's unfair to have been born in sin and that by our natural nature we will sin. But since that is true, and since we have been given a fallen character at birth, is it not also just as valid that we can be given the free gift of God's righteousness? We have a new identity and ours is just to learn how to put that on, on the outside, by recognizing what we have been made on the inside and in heaven. Continued sin will tear at our heart and tear us down, but Romans says, where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. We can't walk in the love of God towards others until we've first allowed ourselves the privilege of receiving and resting in God's love for us 
and it is that which will overflow much more than sin will. God's ability to love is far greater than our ability to sin. There is no pit so deep, but that when you hit the bottom, you will fall into the arms of grace if you will simply humble yourself, turn around, and believe God. The lesson is simple. When life shows you where you have failed, it's not for the purpose of condemning you. God just wants to bring it out, so that He can heal it. Thanks for listening to the program today. If you know someone who is struggling, send them over to lifejourneys.com, and help us spread the message of God's peace.